0: was the night before Christmas on a very cold night at the end of a very long year and the team behind Ranger Splane was working hard Koda
1: get out of the butter
2: get me! alright get down you butt fart reindeer Now!
1: alright so what are we doing after we finish these cookies
2: well Kurt is working on the sins of the future episode right now I guess we need to actually square away our thoughts on the first Saban era.
1: Well, that sounds like a nice, quiet christmas Eve.
0: RANGERSPLAYN!
1: What the fuck was that?
0: RangerSplay!
2: Unless you're Danhausen, I don't want to be haunted.
1: Hey, let me in! It's cold! Oh, there's no fucking way.
0: Oh, hey!
2: Elgar, I thought you were thanos
0: I was brought back as a ghost. A space ghost!
1: (coughs) Sure, we'll go with that.
2: So, why the fuck are you here?
0: You will be visited tonight by...
1: Oh, I get it. We're going to be visited by the ghosts of Power Rangers past, present, and future tonight. Uh, no. There's
0: just some people coming over for a party.
2: Party? What party? Kurt, did
0: you plan a party? No. Happy holidays, guys. Here's a fruitcake and a gift. Say, you got any tab? It's in the fridge. A gift
1: to Ranger Splane from your best friend.
2: Oh God damn it, Ninjor!
1: Alpha's magical Christmas? Fuck. We wish you a Merry
3: Christmas, we wish you a Merry Christmas, we wish you a
2: Merry Christmas, and a Happy New Year. Hi, I'm the actual holiday humbug, Jules. And I'm Carol Danvers of the Bells, Ashley. And this is a special episode of Ranger Splane. Normally, I, was, I am taking Ashley through the magical world of Power Rangers, but Elgar dropped off a non-canonical VHS tape while we were making Christmas cookies.
1: So, I guess by podcaster law, we now have to derail our evening once again, thanks to Ninjor, and talk about Alpha's Magical Christmas.
2: So, what is Alpha's Magical Christmas? Well, it's Christmas, and Alpha's lonely. So Zordon and him kidnap children. Everyone sings songs and does holiday crafts, Half the rangers show up for a bit, and the kids go to heaven?
1: Are they dead? Did
2: Zordon kill them? It's very
1: weird. Yeah, it is, um... It is a trip. For certain. <laughs> um. Uh, so, okay, let's get into the characters for this dumb special, and...
2: Uh, who could that be? Why? It's the natty, light, heavyweight, Bradley Prescott
1: IV!
4: Hey, how we doing? I saw the flyer. I'm here.
1: There was a flyer? (laughs)
4: Uh, yeah, I found it. Definitely. I definitely didn't make it myself while I was pre-gaming for this party.
1: Alright, sure. Alright, yeah. Alright, so I guess you're here and it's a party. So did you bring anything?
4: (laughs) Well, I brought the astounding 77 pack of natural light.
1: That is a lot of natty light. And I can And see then I brought you, already... you
4: guys a case too.
1: Oh okay, oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, nice. Did you already open this?
4: Perhaps.
1: All right, whatever, man. So uh, we kind of got stuck watching uh, the, power... the infamous Power Rangers Christmas special, Alpha's Magical Christmas. Have you ever seen this?
4: Is that the one when uh, Alpha's all alone? And because the Power Rangers were helping, was it Santa?
1: Yes. Yes.
4: Yes.
1: Yeah, it's, um, I had never seen it before. I don't think Jules ever saw it because their parents didn't want to pay for the fan club. No, nor did they pay for the video. So either I saw it
2: later and I scrubbed it from my memory or this is the first time I watched.
1: So, uh, so Bradley, do you have any thoughts on, uh, Alpha's Magical Christmas as it were?
4: I mean, it was wonderful. Uh, Alpha was probably my favorite original character. Uh, just because you know he would uh, hit all his beautiful sayings, his ay yeah yeah ay, ay ay Rangers Rangers. So the fact that he was alone on Christmas saddened me. Um, I mean, I guess he wasn't alone. He had Zordon, right? But you know, he didn't have the whole gang. And but I mean, it was good. I'm all trying right. to remember it. All it's right. been it came out what like ninety five, ninety six, ninety four. It's
1: yeah around then. It's been a very long time.
4: Yeah, so last time I watched it, might have been 99. I'm digging in the recesses of my memory that uh, alcohol may or may not have uh, ruined most of.
1: You no, know, that's, that's fair. That is fair. absolutely fair. Um, so, I mean, since we're talking about Power Rangers and Christmas, uh, do you have any kind of special Christmas memories revolving around the Power Rangers at all?
4: Uh, so, I don't remember what year it was, but I definitely found Christmas presents that were power rangers related when i was young um and basically my parents wanted me to still act surprised mm-hmm. so there's pictures of me opening up the present and giving the most cheesy fake because i was probably six seven years old oh my gosh i'm so surprised these are awesome face uh, that they got on camera and it's phenomenal
1: that does sound pretty phenomenal or more phenomenal if you will yes
4: yes <laughs> It was the the Power Rangers action figures where you pressed a button and their heads flipped. Oh, the flip um, ones! Yes. They were
1: so sweet.
4: It went from the normal heads to the to the helmets.
1: Oh uh, yeah, I I don't think I had I had a, like the Spider Man version of that one when I was younger. I desperately wanted those, and my parents were like,
2: "No, have this weird like rubber set instead." Aw. <laughs> uh.
1: Yeah, uh, I know that Hasbro is actually going to be bringing those back as kind of part of their legacy line. So who knows? You could get one for Christmas again if you wanted.
4: Gotta spend all my money.
1: The money you don't spend on alcohol? You get it. Mm-hmm. Alright, so Bradley, we know that you like to come up with various gimm- like wrestling gimmicks that you would like to see one day or just sort of for fun. So I'm just wondering, do you have like a Power Rangers gimmick that you've ever thought of?
4: All right, it's number thirty of the day, so this is when the when the thoughts get flowing.
1: Ah, okay, okay.
4: All right, so I don't have ideas for for just Power Rangers. Mm-hmm. I have ideas for entire seasons of Power Rangers. So, mm-hmm. like, think think about a, a crossover series. All right. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you know how typically Power Rangers every season have some sort of uh, morphing tool, be it. Uh, Mighty Morphin always had their their animals. Right. Uh, Turbo had their cars. Mm-hmm. Uh, the same general idea. Crossover with Veggie Tails. Uh, basically, you have your own vegetable. Uh, that basically, from there, you get to create your create your own Green Power Ranger would be a cucumber. Uh, Red Ranger tomato. Uh, the Orange Power Ranger that season we would have an Orange Power Ranger would be none other than. Uh, uh, I can't think of an orange fruit right now. Uh, so Carrot? He, carrot. Perfect. Carrot. Love to hear it. Uh, so that would definitely be a season. Um, but then, like, I'm, I'm just going to start rambling some off. Uh, this is separate season. Nothing to do with the, the veggie, the vegetable season. Uh, the clear Power Ranger. Um, I don't know if the suit would be clear because that potentially could be inappropriate or hilarious. We don't know. Uh, but but the whole episode is based around c- clear is not a color, okay? But like mm-hmm. the Clear Ranger thinks that clear is a color because some people think clear is a color, other people don't,
1: right? Um, right?
4: Uh, uh, so you guys you guys remember that uh, Facebook post? Uh, it's, it's probably been like four years mm-hmm. where there was that like white, blue, gold dress.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. That
4: that color Power Ranger, right there. That's a whole season devoted just to what color is this Power Ranger?
2: <laughs> oh my god, I'd watch it. I'd, I'd watch the shit out of that.
4: See exactly, and like depending on what villain is looking at him, depends on the color they see, depends on the powers that that Power Ranger will use against him. Um, there could be there there could be an entire episode. Um, once again, I haven't watched Power Rangers probably since since, like, Turbo, so after that, I don't know if they have done any pressing issues, uh, but there should be some sort of, like, Rainbow Ranger, and you could obviously attack the everything that, you know, I don't want to, like, sound weird, but obviously LGBTQ um, potentials, and they could have an awesome combo fight with whatever. Uh, that'd be an awesome idea. I thought of the Ditto... Uh, Power Ranger, which whatever Power Ranger this character touches, he steals their powers and becomes that Power Ranger. I need, I'm, I'm just gonna keep spitting out more. Hold on,
1: and go for it.
4: <laughs> what else do I got? What else do I got? Hold on, we got this. Uh, the the combo Ranger. So there's there's some sort of uh, it's almost like a Freaky Friday episode if right. they have, if they haven't done one of those yet, to where lightning strikes as they're morphing and they all become like each other's rangers on accident so like pink ranger accidentally becomes the red ranger red ranger accidentally becomes the green ranger so on and so forth and it's like an episode of like the, the movie freaky friday um and they they realize that appreciation for each other even more so i don't i don't know are any of these hits yet like am am i getting the contract from the power rangers company i actually applied to be on the show like five years ago and didn't get accepted
1: Oh. oh, we think you would be a very good Power Ranger.
2: Yeah, you would. I'm like, holy crap. Because I've always wondered, like, have any pro wrestlers actually tried out to be a Power Ranger? Because that would be
4: dope. Right. I, I figured I would be good at, you know, the combatives and everything like that. When they were doing the, it was a reboot probably about, it was what, four or five years ago.
3: Mm-hmm. They sent
4: out just a giant worldwide application and I send my app just shooting my shot. But then you could also have a character uh, I I don't know how how kid friendly This Power Rangers episode would be But uh, there was a Mortal Kombat character Who was an alcoholic And I think it was like Mortal Kombat 4 Uh, You could play like a mini uh, Go-kart Racing game in the middle of the game as well Uh, But his whole Moveset was based around Drunken Kung Fu Uh, Mm -hmm. There could definitely be a Power Ranger Based on that um, Of they just have the Drunken Kung Fu Ability and I know Here. most of the time it's the teenagers of the town, but this could just be one of their drunk uncles realistically that they just have to drag to all the fights.
1: Ah, so like the purple Ranger from Dino charge, but yeah. like drunk.
4: You get it. You understand. <laughs> you.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, um, since you've kind of gone over all of these amazing power Ranger ideas, I should note, um, do you have any sort of like, if you were a power Ranger yourself, like, let's say you, you did get cast in power rangers. What would your ranger power be?
4: Um, I mean, probably the one that I go to of the drunken Kung Fu, um, being able to just destroy the, what were the, the gray guys names?
1: The putties. Hi.
4: Yeah. The putties. Oh, I could just take out a putty with like a supersonic belch off oh, right there. <laughs> Boom. Just form of a Natterday can. And just take him out. I'd be the Silver <laughs> yeah. Ranger probably because that would be tough. Like I don't know <laughs> if there was a Silver Ranger, but definitely Silver. There's a few. Oh, so I'd be silver. Um okay. but have the design of the White Ranger from like original Mighty Morphin. Mm-hmm. Uh because like the movie especially, once he got like super cool there, oh chef's kiss. Um but yeah, it would be definitely like a silver power ranger with like a a supersonic belching ability and then my megazord Mm -hmm. attachment would just be i would be a beer can so like the whole megazord would be created but then my super cool action shot that you see me within the megazord is the hand of the megazord is holding a beer can and that's where i'm at so they could like either how they used to like shoot out the fist they would Mm -hmm. just like eat the beer can (laughs) and i would (laughs) I would just go flying and I could control my beer can and like smash into the other people's Megazords.
1: You know what? I'm here for it. <laughs> I am very much here for it.
4: <sighs> oh, I drink too much.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jules, did you have anything else you wanted to ask? Uh, no, not, not really. I guess one more thing. Cause you know, it's been a very long year, you know, tell us what you're kind of grateful for this year, Bradley.
4: Yeah, I mean, I'm grateful for all the people in my life. Uh, I'm lucky enough to have made a lot of friends in professional wrestling. Um, Just meeting so many people overall. Obviously, I have my family and everything like that, but I have my secondary family. um, And I know that this year hasn't been the year for anyone, Mm -hmm. really, but... At the end of the day, I still get to see and talk to a lot of them. The internet's super cool, and I get to talk to friends I haven't seen in a long time. Um, So that's definitely a huge perk, and I'm still overall thankful for that. So,
1: right on, right on. on. Well, uh, so no one else is here to the party yet, so yeah, you know, you you can just go hang out and have fun, hang out with the cats.
4: Awesome. Can I take off that door over there so I can uh, make a beer pong table?
1: Yeah, yeah, go for it, sure. Go for it. <laughs> All right, cool. Thank you. No problem.
4: All right, beer pong!
2: That was weird that, like, Bradley Prescott the fourth game.
1: Yes. Wow. How, do, like, do we even
2: still know who, how he got here? I, I don't know how he got here. Probably through one of his many, like, gimmicks he comes up with really quickly.
1: Fair enough. All right, so I guess let's get into the characters um, so our first one, of course, is Alpha Five. He is the protagonist of this special, I guess. Um Okay, the fact that he was like al- Alpha a little lonely, a little weird, whatever. We're used to that from Power Rangers. But he kidnaps children?
2: It's like so we're not just facilities so like, yeah, Alpha, we'll just
1: get some kids and were Like, did you Did you kidnap some children? What the fuck? Yeah, and yeah, and the thing is, it's just like it. it it's all gets about because he is sad that the Rangers are busy on Christmas helping Santa Claus.
2: Like it, it, it kind of sounds like like one of their early, like earlier Christmas episodes where that like kid was really upset and her dad like had to miss her Christmas recital uh, and everything. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah, you know, stuff happens because of capitalism. Uh, we won't go into that heavy. Uh, uh, yeah,
1: but, um, yeah, what the fuck, Alpha?
2: Fuck, Alpha, you have Zordon there. Is Zordon not enough?
1: Yeah, speaking of Zordon,
2: who could that be?
1: Well, howdy! George of George's Ranger Reviews, how are you doing this evening?
0: I'm pretty good. It's pretty chilly out here. How's it going for you?
1: It, it's pretty going pretty well. We're trying to make cookies, Coda keeps trying to get into them. And we suddenly have people coming over to our house, but you know, it's chill.
0: As long as we're socially distant, we're good. Yes. (laughs) Yes. I see you brought something for us. Oh, it's just a wonderful, wonderful bottle of Jinx Monsoons, Delusion, Convince Yourself, and a wonderful, wonderful tub of Heidi Hydrates. It's soft and supple. delicious
1: uh well thank you for bringing that over we will put it under the tree away from coda um he'll definitely try to get into this yeah no he (laughs) will he has no sense of personal space
0: (laughs) i think that goes through all cats (laughs) yes exactly well since you're
1: here um so we're kind of going over alpha's magical christmas um Have you ever watched this special by any chance, George?
0: I have watched it and watched it and watched it. From Gene Simmons' son in that crowd and his dad begged time Saban to get him on the set to every little bit of that horrible, foamy Green Ranger shield. I love every second of Alpha's Magical Christmas.
2: Wait, I had no idea about the whole, like, um...
0: The whole thing about KISS. Oh, wait. Oh. Haim Saban and Gene Simmons are good old frenemies as far back as you can remember. They were both musicians and they were gig musicians and KISS happened and Haim, uh, there's rumors that he had wanted to be in the band. Oh my at God! One point. Wow. And this is before he started his little anime gigs, you know, his little uh, hop over here and do a gig and here and do a gig and him and his creative partner that we don't mention that name. Mm. uh, (laughs) They decided to, you know, start this tiny little show that became a phenomenon and good old Gene Simmons came knocking at their door and said, I want my son in the show. And he said, We'll put him in the Christmas special. <laughs> oh my God. Wow. And so, oh. and so he's one of the kids that sings several times just in the command center with no explanation.
1: Wow. Is this the one that like ripped off like the basketball manga or is this
0: a different kid? I think is the same yes, kid. that's the one. That's the one. <laughs> Nick Simmons, I think, is his name. Woo! Oh my God. <laughs> and, he <laughs> and he traced several iron man comics as well traced the iron man 2008 movie just made a comic and called it something really similar to iron man <laughs> wow. oh, my God. oh it's funny how these things go um it's really the <laughs> logan paul of his era Truly, Truly. man,
1: you know, at least you didn't, you know, (laughs) walk in on somebody in Akigahara, so you know, we're
0: fine. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, all right. (laughs) Nothing like a little factoid.
1: Yeah, I've learned something this Christmas. Thank you for that. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, wow. That was amazing to learn. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, So, life keeps getting wilder. Yeah. (laughs) Whew. Um, okay, so, uh, so something that we've kind of been asking, because, like, I didn't really grow up with Power Rangers, and but Jules was a huge fan, so i kind of always been just curious, like, do you have, like, a favorite Power
0: Rangers-themed Christ- like, Christmas memory? I have so many, from just, you know, we were a poor, 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 poor family, and my parents would save up for ages and ages to get me one or two power rangers toys at christmas and i have so many present memories and those are kind of superficial and wonderful and you know (laughs) the mega voyager breaking right out of the box (laughs) and i never had a replacement until 2017 Oh, wow. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) They weren't able to return it because of Walmart's policies back in the 90s when I was Mm. a wee baby toddler, you know? Right. (laughs) I vividly remember that. I was about three, maybe four. Oh. (laughs) And, (laughs) And just so many wonderful memories not tied to that stuff. But the Christmas specials for Power Rangers. I mean, who can forget... Holiday monitor. Uh, <laughs> um, just the, the table full of different cultures in the Zio special. Oh Tommy's horrible old age makeup. Okay. And then <laughs> that, that apparently is still officially canon, even though we have a multiverse now. That <laughs> happens after Soul of the Dragon, which I love. and then what else do we have oh the samurai specials the one where they're stuck in the megazord through the whole clip show and then just the stupidest thing that gets me emotional is that first samurai christmas special where mike gives his bike away to skull and to bulk (laughs) i love that
2: that was such a touching bit too. It
0: was so nice. That that's the kind of stuff that I want in my Power Rangers. It's the perfect level of campy and the perfect level of kind. It just rides that line. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, um, I guess kind of going from there, what would you say your like ranger powers would be if you were a Power Ranger?
0: Definitely something water based. For okay. sure. My favorite thing in the world is, and we just took it down, it was my pool. <laughs> we had an <laughs> above, round, above ground pool that uh, I got put in my last year of high school. And I love water. Anything to do with water is my favorite thing. I love the rain. And I'm not just one of these people that say they like the rain. I mean, I love to be soaking wet outside. <laughs> and anything water absolutely anything to do with water so i you know kaya the blue omega ranger i'll just take her powers
1: <laughs> okay so i guess this next one is a little uh little spicy i guess
0: my favorite favorite ingredient is spice
1: <laughs> excellent. just generic
0: spice
1: any spice <laughs> excellent so um we know you you certainly love your 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 monster boys so just a uh, little we- bit So we want to know, who do you think is the hottest monster on Power Rangers?
0: Okay, I could have a list of 10, but I'm going to give you two. First off, we've got Dane from the Power Rangers comics. He is Doggy Kruger, but he's not straight and he's not a cop. (laughs) (laughs) And, (laughs) And he is chubby like me, buff like me. And it's totally a Dom bottom, just like me. And <laughs> I'm not talking power bottom. I'm talking just milking left and right, <laughs> full blown milkers. <laughs> <laughs> and then my other favorite, because I'm a narcissist and it just Dane reminds me of me, my other favorite just for pure thirst factor is Scentaback from season three of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. He is the big red centipede quarterback. Oh, my <laughs> God. I vaguely remember him, yes. <laughs> oh, oh, and he's... he's the episode? Yes! Yes! <laughs> and he's big and dumb and full of you-know-what. And he <laughs> is just ready to go at all times. And I just want a big dumb top to just totally ruin their life. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean, legit, legit. I understand.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And I mean, I could say, Zenaku, Villamax, I could just list them off, you know, a million times over, but we'd be here all night long, and we got some cookies to eat and everything else.
1: All right, so uh, I guess last couple of questions here. Um, We know this year sucked a lot. (laughs) Just Um, a little. Yeah, so, but... We kind of, you know, it's the holidays, and even though we have people showing up at our house when we didn't ask them <laughs> to be here, but we are happy you're here, um, so I guess just want to know, what are you grateful for this year? What are, what are you thankful for as we're getting towards the end of the year, and we're having our holidays and just wrapping everything up?
0: Okay, small scale, I'm thankful to have a home, to have uh, a job that I love, to have a dad that lives with me that is my world that I spend all day, every day with when he's not truck driving. To my two cats, to my sister who I don't call nearly enough, <laughs> to the the big scale things, political progress, people waking up, people realizing the problems that are, cor- they've corrupted this country since its founding, you know, just people are are starting to realize what's really going on. <laughs> and that a lot of these things are not our fault. They're ingrained and they're just inside of everything insidiously that we talk about and we touch. And then last of all, Chromatica. <laughs> <laughs> Chromatica's great! Amen. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean ten different other albums I could name too. Music is my other big love besides Power Rangers. <laughs> oh, legit,
1: legit. All right, um, I guess kind of last question before you go and hang out and I guess go pet our cats. Um, <laughs> yeah. Where can
0: we, yeah, where can we find you? Everywhere on social media at Bara Pink Ranger and on Ranger Reviews on YouTube. Just look up George's Ranger Reviews. You'll find me. I talk about Power Rangers Every single week, as news breaks, as everything goes on, I'm one of the first people to talk about it and talk about it in the dumbest, stupidest, most nonsense way possible, which is what we all need sometimes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) For us being the dumbest, our rangers podcast on the internet, we totally understand.
0: Yes, It's the torch we've got to bear, and it's the best kind. Exactly, exactly.
1: (laughs) Well, uh, all right. Thank you so much, George.
0: I'll go hang out and pet some cats and, uh, see what's going on. See if there's any hidden doorways in the house. You never know.
1: Might be. So, uh, good luck and be careful. I will.
2: God, it's, it's kind of weird that, like, people keep coming. Like, did you Did you invite anybody?
1: You know, I didn't invite anybody. Did you invite anybody? No,
2: Koda, did you? What the fuck? I don't know anybody.
1: Did, did Elgar invite them? Wasn't me. Kurt. Just again, can we check? Kurt just shrugged at us. Um, alright then, so I guess our next character we talk about is Zordon, who uh helps Alpha kidnap children.
2: Yeah, that is the weirdest thing. It's just like Hi, I'm Zordon, and I'm just gonna help Alpha Kid oh, I've kidnap these children, uh play cri- like play with him and stuff because it's Christmas. Um you know he understands christmas too which is very weird and uses i guess the cro- ca- cross current of holiday magic brought up in i'm dreaming of a white ranger despite being an alien who's never been exposed to christmas
1: well i mean considering how long he's been on earth maybe he's understands christmas a little bit uh, like yeah, yeah,
2: probably he's probably like called a bunch of teenagers to like deal with a monster during christmas and the teenager's like it's christmas and he's like what the fuck's a christmas
1: yeah, that that sounds about right, especially if, you know, you catch up on what happened in the, um, the 1969 Rangers in the comics. Yeah, Woo-hoo! Good job, Zordon! Yeah, so that's what we're, I'm kind of wondering here, is it, like, did, because since the kids just go into that white light at the end, I'm like, are, are they dead? Are these dead children? Are these the spirits of dead children? Did Zordon kill them?
2: He is indeed the war criminal we say he is.
1: All right, who's next up on the list?
2: Oh, well, who could that be? Why, it's Kate Nix and Ophidian the Cobra from Twitch's Lullaby Lounge.
5: Um, I, excuse me, I think uh, what you meant to say was, it's the venomous and vile serpent from the Nile, the one and only master of snake style. The
6: only straight man who could ever make me smile.
5: The Cobra Supernova, Ophidian.
6: And I'm Kate Nix. Oh, hi guys! Um, fancy seeing you here! Yeah, thanks for inviting us to your party. It was great to get the invitation. I didn't expect the pyrotechnics, but you know it's always a good touch.
1: Right! Pyrotechnics! We were totally involved in that. Yeah, totally. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Koda is totally not scared of that. Yeah, exactly.
0: Uh, hey guys, we got a lot of Natty Light still, but we're running low on tab soda to mix it with. Oh hey, cool! Snake Man! Do you know my anti-diva tax? Or maybe you work for Rita and Zed.
5: Yes, uh, I, I work for the, uh, the, the 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 villainous and uh, the original venomous and vile serpent uh, being, a, you know, our lord and savior, Cobra Commander. Oh, cool. Do you know if they're hiring? I could use a new job.
1: Okay, thanks, Elgar. That was very helpful. Thanks. <laughs> this is a very weird
2: evening, Ashley.
1: Yeah. Um... Well, all right. I mean, since you guys are here and we're very happy that you're here, um, so like, I kind of like just we've been asking people as they've been coming in, like, um, so due to podcaster law, we've been uh, having to review Alpha's Magical Christmas. Uh, have you guys ever watched this and what did you think of
5: it? I, I owned uh, that on VHS uh, when <laughs> oh. I was younger. Holy um, shit. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I have
6: no idea what you're talking about. Um, like no,
5: but I haven't concept. I know I had it on VHS because I, I watched it um, multiple times over at Christmas. I, you know, like like kids do. Like, what else are we gonna watch? It's a VHS tape, and uh, nobody's gonna stop me. You know, I have my own VCR, in my uh, like you know, alone in the little basement in the corner. Um, but yeah, but I haven't watched it since I was a kid. Uh, I didn't even remember it existed until right now. Flashback noise.
1: Yeah, it is. Uh, it's it's certainly something. Um since me and Jules had to watch it. I can't say it's good. Thanks, Ninjor. <laughs> yeah, Ninjor, he's he's the constant thorn in our side. Um, I guess, you know, kind of talking about Power Rangers and Christmas, um, what would you say? Do you ha- guys have, like, a favorite, like, Power Rangers-themed Christmas memory?
5: Well, uh, over the last couple of Christmases, uh, Kate and I have taken to watching, it started with, power rangers uh so saban properties you know mm-hmm. uh at, at christmas like that's our holiday viewing um but a majority of that was originally power rangers mm-hmm.
6: i've actually we watched we watched power rangers like that was the thing that we watched together for the first like two months of our relationship like when we hung out it was always power rangers and eating wawa uh,
5: and the most recent uh i say it's coming from last christmas when we were watching power rangers it was uh the um the dystopian future uh, oh, uh series oh
6: right oh my god i love that
5: yeah rpm oh my um, god
6: power rangers RPM, rpm has no right to be as good as it is
2: <laughs> right i know it's like why are you so good you're fucking power rangers um the dude from
6: jessica jones in it the um malcolm i forget who that, what yeah. that actor's name is and rose the the chick who plays live Mor- uh, uh, Liv
2: Morg, uh live morgue on um
5: on iZombie on iZombie yeah rose
2: uh, rose McIver rose yeah. McIver because i put yeah. it i think like ashley was watching iZombie one time and i went oh it's the yellow ranger from and RPM. i'm just like what what it was something like you were like you watched it or something i just remember i had to point that out to you
1: Right, my because my old uh, my old roommate Jacob like was would regularly watch iZombie as kind of their trash television preference. No, for sure,
6: it's it's definitely like trashy serial serial TV drama for the kids that really love Nightmare Before Christmas.
1: Right. Oh, yeah. Like it's it's like very
6: uniquely like that, and I, I think it got a lot more success as a TV show than it did as a comic. Like I think that the format of the stories it just made. It was like sitcommy, and I don't know. It was very love. There were a lot of puns in it, like all the things you love about. That's the kind of thing that you want the Yellow Ranger to ascend to. You know, you're like, wow. When you watch a Power Ranger, you're like, I hope something good comes to your career, man, because you sure are fighting a lot of the same three guys in gray spandex. Like, best of luck.
1: Exactly. Yeah, I just I'm now remembering the fact that Amy Adams was almost in the Lightspeed Rescue. So no, I get you. I get you.
5: (laughs) I'd say a lot of our Christmas has been filled with, um, you know, with us just avoiding our family and instead spending time with our Power Ranger family. Mm hmm totally
1: legit uh somebody who has avoided their family a lot on christmas i totally understand Same here.
6: just because just because you're blood related to me doesn't mean you're as interesting as a power ranger
2: okay exactly
1: yes exactly <laughs> um so uh i
2: guess what is the weirdest toku you've watched on christmas
5: oh so uh there's a couple that we really like being um uh so that the, is a the big magician question.
2: one um Oh oh oh
6: yes 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 Tenko Which, which Tenko and the Guardians is not a, of magic So
5: Tenko I know is not a um Tokusatsu specifically but we'll start with there because we didn't know what we were getting into when we popped on um the Guardians of Magic and uh, cuz it's part live action with all the magic tricks being done in you know with the actual actress and then
6: that yeah that was so weird that as far as like these it's these it, it's like the the animated version of Tokusatsu, where like everybody gets a power, and they're like they're not teen they're young adults because they're not really teenagers. But you can see the the formulas of the same sort of like storytelling in that media as well. What was the um? I mean, obviously, well, does vampires count? No, because it's because it's animated.
5: Well, but that's the thing, right? That's like
6: I... like at what point is a Tokusatsu like if you're like what is special well, effects?
5: Well, I I uh. i I wouldn't say vampires necessarily isn't it's inspired by that formula but you know like and it's clearly like we wouldn't have that if we didn't have tokusatsu you know like if we didn't have the traditional you know super sentai uh style you know format Mm -hmm. show and then everything leading off of that um but man vampires is definitely up there
6: oh oh um um the the mythic knights
5: oh yeah of tiranag mythic knights of tiranag
6: probably
1: Oh, yeah, that one's on our list for ac- actually a couple of years from now. I am having the hardest time finding a good rip of it, though. Oh, yeah. Cause- yeah,
6: it's really hard. You have to watch it backwards, and it's so... it, it Like, it's not really good enough for you to want to suffer through how crappy quality the footage you can find of it is. Oh, no. And, like, and then... So, like, we end up watching it because we think it's funny and weird. And then we stop watching it because we're like, we can't really understand what they're saying because of this VHS rip. So... <laughs> We don't care that much about the Mythic Knights. It took way too long for them to transform for the first time. We were just like, "Come on, man! You're the Mythic Knights." But the
5: source material definitely, yeah, uh, that speaks to you more than anything. As far as like almost all the Tokusatsu, yeah, it's, it's a
6: fairies theme Tokusatsu show. Like, of course, I love it. Obviously, like getting your power from Merlin and
5: and, like, and having the king to visit Arthur. the King of like dwarves and yeah, you know, all like...
6: that stuff. So good, and and their armor designs were like. I don't know. They looked like little play school nights. It was super cute. But yeah, probably the probably them. I would say that's the weirdest one as far as like, it's clearly tokusatsu, but it's just so far from what tokusatsu is.
2: Right. I mean, tokusatsu is a weird thing because it's like it's just it's like an over encompassing genre for the for live action. It literally sci-fi is like Japanese. just the weird shit. Yeah.
1: Right. Because
2: <laughs> <laughs> like. Show Ara Toku's weird as fuck. Love it. Yeah.
6: Is this incredibly weird and impossible to explain without a 30-second theme song that tells you everything that's happening so you can get caught up to speed to understand the ridiculous information being fed to your eyeballs? Welcome to Tokusatsu. Exactly. i I had uh, Beetleborgs. that's another good one that we watch
5: i had uh that's
6: the weirdest no that is hardcore the weirdest because the the mythology behind that show about why it got made about how it got made about the way that they used the assets to make it the concept what is like i understand how it happened like you had a haunted house set that you weren't going to use because the show wasn't going to get made and you were like why not just put this haunted house set full of haunted house characters into our Power Rangers and then Beetleborgs. And it's three typical average kids, you know, in a haunted mansion, just by chance, just by chance they meet a ghost who made them Beetleborgs.
1: Big Big bad (laughs) Beetleborgs. I vaguely remember the theme song from when I was a kid.
2: (laughs) Uh, No, it also like... um. Overdid Turbo in the rating, which still makes me laugh to this day. And Turbo... God, I think I've only seen, like, one episode of that.
1: I mean, that's like, pretty much all you need of Turbo. Yeah.
6: Yeah. I was like, this sure is.
2: Thanks. It's Yeah,
1: it is not good. It is not good.
2: Uh, I, I guess another question would be, what would your ranger powers be?
5: Oh, man. I've... Uh, if... the 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 uh, The appeal of being able to... Um summon a weapon from out of thin air has absolutely always appealed to me especially the as a kid. Hammer Space is
6: it would be a yeah. good one.
5: Um just to be able to whip out, you know, uh, a, a a a blaster or you know depending on what what generation of power rangers you know the various weapons that you could have. Um just the ability to be able to do that. Like that's such a cool party trick. Like in general, you know like <laughs> like oh look at this I could just make a sword appear out of thin air. Just open up this little pocket, you know, this dem- pocket dimension just, poof, sword. <laughs> I like how Jason David Frank, you know, like in all of his versions of, of, of whatever he's playing, green a white ranger outside of Power Rangers, has kind of like added powers to his moveset. Uh, like, because there are things that he does in the stuff that isn't canon to Power Rangers that you've never really seen him do within Power Rangers, or you may have, you know, seen him do once, but he... It's overblown in these other projects that he does.
1: Right.
7: Like,
5: being able to shoot, like, Kamehameha's and shit like that. Oh,
6: yeah, that. Lightning and
7: stuff.
5: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm not against that either, you know? Yeah.
6: I think I would probably have something to do with sound, right? Like, I would affect, like, I would do, like, a siren call with sound waves. And, like, you would see the circles of the sound waves, like, coming out of my amplified helmet. And it would be, like, a thing with music. There would be some kind of, like... I would have a guitar and I would strum it and then it would like make sound waves that would like get people almost like from like Aquabats. Mm. Like oh um, yeah, like Falcon yeah. Eagle Bones, I yeah. think is his name. Eagle Bones Falcon Hawk. I forget what his name. Something like that. Something like that. But yeah, I would have like a, I would have a, like a sonic thing. I, I feel like what I'm imagining myself as, I probably look more like a villain because I would, I'm imagining like. I have, like, things coming out of my back that are, like, amplifiers and stuff, and that's more of a thing they would fight than...
5: Well, you know, I mean, there are options like become a uh, train that runs on a railroad.
6: Wow. You're telling me I got train options? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you got all sorts of options. Yeah. yeah. I didn't realize become a train was on the table. (laughs) If I can just straight up become a train, I guess anything is possible. I'll just become a guitar then, man. Yeah. <laughs> I'm useless. Also, don't do anything. I just, I just become a guitar just so I can avoid people at parties. Oh no, then those then guitar dudes will touch me.
1: Never mind. Oh yeah. No, I, no, no. No. I, no. I take
6: it back. I take it back. I want my thing with
1: where I'm like the Rita Repulsa of sound again. Uh, legit, kind of sounds like you know Black Canary comics a little bit.
5: Also, but... there is
2: a Power Ranger with that power who who is actually a singer songwriter in the series. That's in Kira from Dino Thunder.
5: Oh, I didn't know that. I haven't seen Dino Thunder.
2: Uh, I... There's so many Power
6: Rangers that it's like you can you can
2: have watched
6: so much Power Rangers and still not have seen so many other Power Rangers. I can't believe I wasted
1: my life watching so many Power Rangers. I can't believe you're <laughs> wasting my life watching all of these Power Rangers. <laughs> That's how the Rangers get their power. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Maybe I'll get superpowers by the end of this. Here's hoping. Power Rangers is the friends we meet along the way. Exactly. Uh, this one's mostly for Kate. Uh, so as our listeners know, we had a, a big deal this year where we had a brand new theme song, uh, composed by you. It was um, me. Yeah, it, it was you all along. <laughs> I was the turkey all along. <laughs> so uh, I guess uh, I guess inquiring minds would want to know kind of what went into how you composed our theme song.
6: Well, I was... Honestly, it took me way longer than I thought it was going to because I was like, I, this needs to sound enough like Power Rangers that it can justifiably... B- but j- without being a legal complication... <laughs> Right. I was trying to find the 70% different legally distinct, but also very still Power Rangers melody. And I think I got, I got pretty close. Yeah. Um, yeah. I did a, I did maybe like a 75 to 80% different, but I don't know. I felt like it had to have certain elements It have to have the guitar. It had to have a voice that sounded some sort of like glam rock power sort of voice. Um, I know that the Power Rangers themes have gone in a lot of different directions. But the elements that they always maintain is some sort of, like, minor chugging situation and powerful vocals yelling about Power Rangers. So I just told my brain to do that long enough that eventually it did.
1: Well, we think you nailed it.
6: <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much. It's a really good theme. <laughs> I'm glad that you enjoy it. I'm glad that it is has a good home and, um... Thank you for taking the uh, taking the risk of having me do it. I appreciate
1: you uh, patronizing my art in that way. You're so welcome. Um, I guess kind of one of our last questions that we've been asking everybody is that we know 2020 has sucked so hard. So, so hard. Um, but, you know, we're definitely a podcast where we talk about the good and the bad. So we kind of want to talk. Uh, so we've been asking everybody. What are things that you've been grateful for this year? Things you're looking back on as we're getting towards the holiday season and the new year about what has kept you going and what has made you thankful for everything, you know, as, as this year has gone on?
6: Honestly, I think that it's weird. Like, I think I am custom built for this apocalypse. Like, I feel finally called to action to utilize the skills that I've developed over my life to bring good into the world. I've never felt like I had more purpose than I did this year. And the reason that, that it can happen is because one, I have a very supportive par- supportive partner who is willing to say, yes, let us take the risk of putting effort into your music instead of the other things we were doing. And also because we've developed an incredible community online, of the people in our Discord and on our Patreon who have been there through the good and the bad of this year and supported us in pretty much every way. Um, I know for sure that I wouldn't continue to be doing, I I couldn't continue to do what I do without the support of whatever you want to call it, the KTriarchy, the Cobra Nation, the the clubhouse of people that have surrounded up them, like we've surrounded ourselves with, Um, people we work with, our friends who are willing to take risks on big projects and who put their faith in us and who spend time with us online and um, I don't know. I'm really grateful for our community. I'm really, this this year would have been impossible if we didn't have those people.
5: I guess I can echo that sentiment uh, with her. Um, it's obviously, a, it's it's great to have a supportive community, but also the a community that is uh, willing to allow us both to experiment as well. Um, whether it's me learning how to play bass to play on stream with, you know, Kate, so that she can have, um... So she can switch things up, you know, and and have some variety to the show, as well as some of the things we're doing behind the scenes with the way that we experiment with the format and the videos and stuff that we get to. Um, They allow us to fail miserably and succeed, you know, tremendously. Yeah. Um,
6: They're patient when we make mistakes. And I mean, as you're both part of the community that we have online, like, you know, that. I mean, I hope you believe that that space is special in the same place that we do, in the same way that we do, because it feels, it's different. Like, it's a different, the Lullaby Lounge is a different space. It doesn't feel like when I'm watching another live stream, it's like people are actively trying to spend time together and enjoy this moment, even though we're thousands of miles apart. And that willingness to commit that time to each other I don't know. It's it's life giving.
1: Uh, yeah, I I totally get that. Especially like I know for me, um, especially kind of you know this past summer when I didn't have a job for several months, um, that uh, especially having the lullaby lounge was very special just because it gave me something to look forward to. Um, Because it was like, I didn't have a job. I, you know, the usual support network I had with my local comics group, you know, we haven't been able to meet, like, all year because of this. And, yeah, I think for me, especially with the Lullaby Lounge and the patriarchy, it gave me something to look forward to. And it still gives me something to look forward to every week.
2: Yeah, like, I never thought I could enjoy, like, a music concert before. Because Ashley can tell you, I have issues with my leaving the house. Uh, it's something that scares me a lot of times. So going to concerts or doing that type of thing is always not a thing that I like, I have to be pushed to it. Whereas like, I can go, I can connect on the stream. I'm now starting to talk more in the chat and just kind of like chill with a bunch of other people while having good music provided. Yeah. I mean, I made that space because
6: I felt like I, I mean, y'all know, like I'm chronically ill. Like I can't go I can't gig. I couldn't gig long before there was a pandemic. Like, right. Um, this show didn't start just because a global disaster occurred. It was already in motion, and the global disaster made people pay attention to digital entertainment in a way that they hadn't before.
5: It's been a fun ride. Yeah. It's still, a, it's a, still continuing.
6: I know. I made I made that space because I felt like I wasn't welcome in other places because whether because of my physical ability level or though I don't know I, that I experienced the same um, the same. Uh, feelings of not being able to leave my home, leaving my home is, is very difficult for me in many ways. And that's why I wanted to make the Lullaby Lounge because it's the way I can be around people. Like it's the way that I can be social without, as to be a social and share my art and share myself without putting myself in a position that could potentially hurt me. Right. And because I have that level of commitment and m- kind of need for the space, I think Gives people a sense of the stakes of what's actually happening, like what it means to put on the show and the effort that goes into it in a certain way. It, it, it I think it makes people pay attention to what we're really doing, which is, it's not. I'm not. I don't want to say it's like religious, though people have compared it to religion. It, it's, but it is, it is kind of that same thing. It, it's.
5: Well, a truly, I mean, like, safe... A, it's understandable. It's a, it's a space that you get to visit once a week that uplifts your spirits mm-hmm. and gives you a sense of community. We sing good yeah. music. Yeah. It has the... It has we sell it. It's a
6: time of celebration. We allow yeah. ourselves to celebrate together just for a little while. Just the experience of being human at this time. Like, this is a unique experience that we can all have together, and why not have it? And um, I'm glad that that we could provide a space where you felt welcome. And I hope that you do continue to talk to the people in my community because I've never found a group of people that's more willing to understand the humanity of digital connection, to make time to be empathetic to the experience of the person on the other side of the screen.
5: For sure. Yeah, there's something reassuring about, you know, in a time where it feels like people were locked up at home and that are stuck in positions where, you know, their days feel monotonous because of the repetition of, you know, being locked in your own, you know, in your, in your home. So having something that's like a scheduled time and day to look forward to is, um...
1: You yeah, have people that will DM me and be like, I know it's Tuesday because you're promoting your show. <laughs> I, it definitely felt like that for me over the summer. That, that's, that's a lot of me.
2: I, I get used to, I basically am like, oh, it's, what's, it's, it's a this day... Due to what's trending and also Kate's promoting her show. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Kate's promoting the show. It's Tuesday. Uh, people are talking about dynamite. So it's Wednesday. Yeah. You know, et cetera. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it's kind of how my brain
1: works. Cause I, I have
2: uh, ADHD and time blindness is great. Let me tell you. I totally get
6: it. Honestly, that's part of why I started the Lullaby Lounge, because I, I wanted to hold myself accountable to other people so that I could develop a schedule. I've been able to like start waking up earlier. I take my meds on time mostly. Not today, unfortunately. <laughs> I've been doing really great, except for today for some reason. Um, uh, But it started, my, it started a path for me to getting healthier because I saw what I could do if I was in a space where I was taking better care of myself. Like, I looked at my show and I said, this is not... This is not worth the people who listen to my music's time, like the thing that I was making in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to make it better. And I wanted to get to a point in my life and my let's call it recovery, like as a person who is mentally ill and chronically ill, let's call it recovery. It's not addiction, but
3: mm-hmm.
6: um, to get a point in my, in my recovery, and my wellness, that that I could provide something that I was proud of. And because of the people encouraging me and allowing me the space and understanding I need to take breaks in order to make things that's something that's better, it means that people will really, I don't know, they just, people started showing up. Like you see in the chat, like it's not just 80 disinterested people, it's 80 people who are all there talking together. And that's the thing to me that it makes it so special because like that's what I want. I don't want a hundred thousand people who barely speak to me. I want a thousand people who I know everybody's name. As far as like when it comes to the overarching plan in my
1: life. No, that's totally legit. Like I think we at this point I feel like we know like half the names of the people who like actively listen to our podcast. And like I I, I don't know. It's a it's a nice feeling to kind of know that we you know we do have people out there that listen to us and care about our show. Yeah. So I, I totally vibe of what you're saying there.
6: Yeah, it makes you when you know who's on the other end of the line, it makes you Appreciate your work in a different way, you know, like you can kind of see it from outside of yourself <clears throat> and say like, okay, well, when, like, we're right now we're working on the holiday special, right? And there mm-hmm. are jokes that we're putting in and things we're doing that we're thinking about, oh, this, I, I can't wait to see how this person reacts, or I can't wait to see what these people say. Like, put, like, when the holiday teaser trailer went up on, the holiday special teaser trailer went up on the season premiere watching everybody's reaction in the chat like it was just so satisfying because i know them all personally and i know that they have this understanding of our past and where we came from and our commitment to making things better and it's just it was different than when i was (coughs) younger seeking a different kind of success and i don't know this year has i ended up finding a more fulfilling career because of the
1: disaster that our world became (laughs) it's good knowing that you like some good can come out of like the absolute mud of the year yeah
2: you know the flowers still still grow through the cracks in the sidewalk that's what yeah. we are exactly well i don't want to keep you from the party that we somehow have going on right now oh before you go we have a gift for you oh oh
6: it's our instagram handles and promotional links ah exactly Please. yes we were just about to ask where can we find you Oh, wait a minute. We also have an appearance from appearance? famed internet superstar Winslow the Cat. Ah! Oh, my God, Winslow! Winslow! <laughs> um, unfortunately, we couldn't pay the fee for him to perform here tonight. We could only get him to show up and, and get fur on all your stuff. But we invested a lot into getting this opportunity for you. We
1: appreciate it, and... Hopefully he will, uh, not argue with the other cats. Oh no, that's, that's a lot more money. Oh, well, uh, Koda gets bullied enough already.
2: We'll just, we'll just put, like, we'll make sure he gets, like, some really good tuna in the green room. Yeah, make sure he's got his bag of spinach and
6: he's good. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll,
1: we'll keep the, uh, we'll keep the others
6: out. Until then, you can find us. At Twitch.tv/katenix every Tuesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard for the Lullaby Lounge, Fourth of Nature, and you can find me, Kate Nix, at I am Kate Nix on Twitter and Instagram.
5: Uh, you can find me at Ophidian Cobra across all of social media, um, as well as our business uh, Closet Champion at Closet Champion across, you know, Instagram, Twitter, all that fun stuff, or our Patreon at Patreon.com/Closet. slash champion
1: all right thank you guys so much yeah we're gonna head into the party thank you so much again for inviting us yeah have a great time oh i
6: think Winslow knocked something over let me go get that Uh, oh
1: hopefully it wasn't fragile
2: man i'm glad we set up that green room for for winslow even though i really wasn't expecting winslow i just mainly set it up so like coda could just fuck off and stop eating our butter
1: and now coda's getting kicked out so he's just gonna try to eat our butter more
2: what a jerk
1: Okay, so I guess our next characters up for this special are the uh, are the kidnapped children that we keep talking about. Um, which one of them is apparently Nick Simmons. <laughs> yeah, th- thank you, George, for that. like Nick Simmons. Okay. Mainly their thing here is that they sing a lot of songs and do a lot of crafts while they're singing these songs and they hug Alpha a bunch. they're
2: They're just really okay with being kidnapped. And one of the things we really thought about is, like, did Zordon and Alpha just raid an orphanage?
1: Or a lot of orphanages, because you see, like, all the bits of them, like, going around the world. And so it's like, but yeah, everyone is surprisingly chill with this. Yeah. So I'm just like, huh. Like, I get it, it's Christmas, being around your family sometimes sucks. But, like, no one's crying after getting randomly absconded to, like, this mysterious, like, command center yeah also I mean. can i just say it is like peak 90s children's fashion some of these kids because like you had the girl like i remember specifically there's that one girl who's wearing the velvet dress the entire time and like mm-hmm. i re- I vaguely remember having a dress like that or wanting to wear a dress like that when i was a kid my parents were like you
2: are wearing this dress to to like to, to go into school, and I hated it.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. That's, yeah. Mm. And then, of course, there's the the one kid with the very strong blonde bowl cut.
2: Oh, my God. I had a bowl cut back in the day. Oh, <sighs> oh my God. It was just, Of course, like, the reason why I had a bowl cut was because I kept insisting on cutting my own hair. So that's like, the hairstylist was like, well, I, I got to do something. Guess it's this bowl cut.
1: Uh, poor, poor baby Jules yeah well i guess we're moving on to our odds and ends oh who's that now
8: happy honda days it's me
2: why it's kip from the podcast come and ride with me
8: hello hello happy honda days again yeah long time no see (laughs) it's
2: been a minute
8: but it's the holiday season feels nice and warm in here Ooh, it's chilly outside
1: yeah uh, Yeah. we yeah it's yeah, we hadn't uh, suddenly have a bunch of people over, so I guess it's warmer inside than it is outside, but it's also the winter.
8: <laughs> so I've um, come bearing some gifts and some food if you'd like.
1: Oh, oh yes.
8: I have um, two trays one with assorted Legos and one with assorted oatmeal, and they're both edible, non toxic.
1: Okay, um- okay. Thank you for that. Uh, we will make sure the cats don't get into the Legos. They they don't need that in their Koda, lives. Koda, get down.
2: Koda, get down.
1: Hello. <laughs> yeah, he's he's a he likes to get into everything and try to eat everything, as is his namesake.
8: They're delicious Legos, I must say. <laughs>
1: mm, yeah, I, I'll, I'll take your word for it.
2: All right. Um... So, uh, we've been trying to go over, uh, cause Nunjor decided to send us Alpha's Magical Christmas. Uh, have you seen Alpha's Magical Christmas? Uh, what's, and if you have, what's your memory of it?
8: Um, I have actually pretty recently. If you want to, uh, check out, uh, there's actually a fun episode for show coming out soon with, uh, reading comics while black, where we look at that. And, uh, the, um, I'm dreaming of a white ranger, like, um, from season three of Power Rangers. And yeah, it's a, I hadn't seen it growing up, though. It's a strange one.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, by the concept of our podcast, I had never seen it until, like, recently. And I oddly never saw it either. (laughs) Because my parents never shelled out for the fan club. Yeah, but you wrote your own version.
2: (laughs) Oh, yeah, I did write my own version when I was a child of Alpha's Magical Christmas that involved, I think, like, Tommy throwing up on the Christmas tree or something.
8: Okay. I didn't know, like, about the fan club. Like, growing up, at one point, we bought, like, the Power Rangers in space movies from McDonald's, I think. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the most I know as far as, like, buying outside material for Power Rangers.
2: Yeah, there there was, like, a... Like, within a year, there was, like, a fan club, because that was, like, a big thing in the 90s. Like, join a fan club! And I was like, Mom, Dad, I want to be part of the fan club! And they're like, no. We'll buy you VHS tapes, though.
8: No, yeah. I, um, would, like, love some old stickers. Like, I know they, like, still have, like, those old, like, card pack stickers from that time, too, and I would, like, totally, like, shell out, like, Etsy or something for those at this point.
1: You know, talking a little bit about, you know, vintage Power Ranger stuff, um... So we've been kind of asking everybody as they've been coming in. Um, do you have like a favorite uh, Power Rangers themed Christmas memory?
8: Ooh, I do actually. Uh, right behind me, uh, there is a happy birthday. Um, it, it says happy birthday, like Jamie on it. Um, Like 1997, 1998. And it is a white ranger. It's the only ornament I have from when I was a kid. Oh. So that is on my tree right now as an adult. Which is a lot of fun
1: that's that is cute as hell i have a like similar
2: or like my parents got me a mighty morphin ornament and i still have it
1: oh
8: i i have none of this <laughs> <laughs> there's no time like the present to start like they have like a lot of cool like random stuff you ju- just wanted like an andromeda like um well, like her like sword or whatever like on like your tree hmm. you do that i don't know
2: or one of her wigs as your tree topper Ooh, <laughs> just gotta just go plant city
1: yeah party city yeah yeah, just go to party city find the cheapest like uh weirdly colored wig you can find and that's your tree topper right there that's your your tree topper
2: what would your ranger powers be
8: Ooh, like uh i'd probably have like some kind of like um depending on the season but like i get a lot of like elk and bear imagery in my life so maybe like some kind of Mm -hmm. like uh still from like watching power just like growing up i like the color green so maybe like a green elk kind of thing going on like some like green and brown stuff maybe that kind of thing
2: like a, like an earth
1: ranger that's
2: like yeah. an elk
8: or like woods ranger something like maybe maybe i'm like oh, a yeah. nice like burly like aragorn type of a tree on me
1: so so like if the deer zord actually had like a, a ranger associated with it instead of like Merrick and shayla singing to it every day
8: yeah, like if there was like a deer who was really good at pool, that's probably me.
1: <laughs> oh man, Wild Force was a time and a trip, and we enjoyed it very much. Oh yeah. So uh, another thing we've kind of been asking everybody, and this one's not necessarily Power Rangers related, um, but we know this year has been a mess. <laughs> To say the least, but you know, this it's the holiday season and we're all kind of looking back on the year about, you know, what was good and what was bad. So we just kind of want to know, like, what have you been grateful for this year amidst everything that's happened?
8: Yeah, totally. Um, I am the kind of person who um, I like to do stuff with people. So just like I think for me, definitely just a my personal like household i guess hasn't really been affected by what's going on with the pandemic and like covid right now very much like we've been able to keep pretty steady employment with pretty low risk and um it sucks to like miss out on things but we're we're thankful for that um and also just Mm -hmm. i like doing the show you know like um i like to like have like a weekly show where i've like done lots of stuff with guests it's been a lot of fun and like just like a like uh it's like just structured enough that my other less structured creative stuff I've been able to do more with like I've been doing a lot of stuff with like making my own like role playing games and like I've been like a lot more like writing stuff too so, so like it it's like been a time where I'm just thankful that I haven't really been in that bad of straits and I've had things both like within and like without of Toku, that have been like very fulfilling as far as just like getting to do them very regularly. So it's been a very, mm-hmm. it's been a bad year because like Miss Summer haven't like been out for like months and months now. But like it's also been like fairly fulfilling in like other ways and like not harmful in other ways, I guess.
1: Oh, yeah. We, we, we get that. And like we, I know like both me and like I know I had a great time like guesting on your podcast and talking about uh, the Pink Ranger transfer. And, um... Thank you. I was saying, I also had a great time talking about Ryuki,
2: because I love talking about Ryuki.
8: At some point, we need to do Dragon Knight. Like, maybe in, like, the spring, or at like some point at this point. I don't know.
1: Yeah, let's let's try... Let's aim for that. And, you know, since we, we've both been on your podcast, we both came up with PSAs for your podcast, so... It's time to turn the tables. Ooh, okay. What What would be a PSA you would come up with relating to Alpha's Magical Christmas?
8: Colleagues, friends, loved ones, community members, I see you right now. It's the holiday season, and maybe you're feeling a little... How do you connect? How do you interact with others? How do you explain it to your children that maybe it might be a little harder right now? Maybe they might not see as much family? Well what about the command center? What about Alpha? If there's power to protect you, it is there. With Zordon and Alpha, and Zordon, very clearly socially distanced, Alpha is a robot, does not speak or like use moisture or air. And there your children have some fun, hang out, bounce really hard on some toys and have magical pointing happen that makes some decorations appear. And At the end, there's a Magical door to home or heaven, depending on, on like where that child might like to go. Or we could send you on to back home or the next life. Alpha's magical Christmas awaits.
1: <laughs> beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right. We won't keep you be- to mingle with our guests. So where can we find you on the great world wide webs?
8: Absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, um, my personal account is uh at james forge on twitter there is at and Ride with me and that is also on instagram and the other stuff and we have the website commonrightfp.com and if you go to me.com slash merch all of our proceeds go direct to like local smaller like eviction defense funds right now because come new year there are are lots of people who are going to be very vulnerable so anything bought there will go direct to helping people out like in like very like smaller ways and like local places like in like the like upstate new york area and the other places too. So like it's just the kind of thing where we would love to uh hear from people. But more than that, we would love to give them ways to like help others right now. And like that goes on the rest of like this month and to January eighth, as far as like that money going direct there.
1: Awesome, awesome. Well, thank you again for showing up, Kip. And uh, I hope you have a great time at the party. I guess. Well, yeah, where's uh, the punch? I guess that's what this is? He's the punch. Um, I don't know if we have punch. We might have some tab.
8: Oh, okay.
2: There's gotta be something up with people coming here. Like, they know our address and everything. Especially, like, since this is, like, a pocket dimension, too. Like, how did they get here?
1: Yeah, it's, um... I mean, luckily, it's all people we like, so... But, again, how are they finding our place? Whatever. Um, let's move on to our odds and ends for Alpha's Magical Christmas. Uh as we found out when we were researching this uh this was definitely cheryl saban's pet project and not necessarily Himes. um and yeah it's it's very interesting in that regard because it's like she said she wanted to do something out of the ordinary and richard horovitz who was playing alpha five at the time was just like yes let's do this i don't know if they should have agreed to this
2: yeah, and you know, Cheryl actually has written a couple of episodes of Power Rangers, and they were all kind of bad, Ooh. I'm not gonna lie. Very heterosexual, too, some of those episodes, so... Uh-oh.
1: Yeah, I, I, I would like to know Cheryl Saban's life story, but also maybe not.
2: Yeah, it's just like, oh wow, this is definitely, definitely you're just letting your wife get involved in this.
1: Sometimes that goes well, other times it does not. Yeah, yeah. Um, now we should note that the Rangers do kind of show up in this, sort of. Um, you have, you only have three that show up, uh, in person towards the end. Uh, it's Tommy, Kimberly, and Billy. Uh, this is probably due to filming around the time of the peace conference, quote, quote.
2: Yeah, yeah, it was definitely during the labor dispute going on. Walter, Twee and Austin just left the set one day. They didn't show up to work. So, they had to deal with that, and, um, yeah, it was just kind of weird. Also, Tommy's shield looks really janky, like, more than normal. Right. Um, and then they kind of have clips of Aisha, Adam, and you, I mean, Rocky saying Merry Christmas, because I guess they were casted at the time, so they couldn't be there in person. Yeah. And also, they just kind of show up everyone in montages.
1: Yeah, because they, like, I, yeah, because I kind of remember there being one of, like, Twee and Walter and, uh, Austin St. John in the montages, and I think Vulcan Skull might have been in there. I don't know. This special all kinds of runs together at this point.
2: Yeah. All right, so
0: what do we think of Alpha's magical- Merry Christmas, Ranger Splane! Oh, God. How do you get the key to the house? What a wonderful party we're having. I'm glad that everyone I invited showed up. Oh, my gosh!
1: (gasps) Wait, why did you invite people to our place?
2: Wait, what's that smell?
0: Oh yes, I did bring one last very special guest. Oh
1: god, it does exist. I'm getting the flamethrower.
2: what the fuck? Get out of my butter, asshole.
0: Oh, it's so nice that the holidays bring everyone we care about together under one roof. You organized this.
2: Get out of the Christmas tree! It's not a car! Whoa!
0: Whose minion is
2: that?
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh, this thing should have stayed in the 90s. What is going on here?
4: You're not going
5: to drink me.
6: What is...
5: It's got a, a Furby face, but... No! Not the body of one.
0: I... I hate it. And now that I'm here, I have one last special gift to give you both.
2: Oh, no. It's Zed's Holiday
0: Humbug! Now I'm going to go mingle with guests. Furbis, let's get some cookies and punch! Cookies! <coughs> Furbis, don't
8: eat the Legos. Eat the oatmeal. <laughs> oh shit. That, that's my case. No.
4: Okay. Yeah,
1: I guess we're... Talking about Zed's holiday humpback, I guess? And yeah, except, you know, not really. Because it's basically the same thing. Uh, Except there's an actual Power Rangers plot. Sort of. Um, Basically, it involves Zed uh, sending a newly resurrected Primator to go fuck shit up. And it has more scenes with the Rangers actually having, like, a fight with Primator on on Christmas. Uh, mixed in with Alpha feeling lonely and children singing. And since it's one of those read-along tapes, you could sing along with Alpha as he's feeling lonely. Yeah. It prompts you to do that. It's kind of hilarious and very 90s. Because
2: It's like, we couldn't get Alpha's Magical Christmas, but I'm pretty sure my, my parents got me Zed's Holiday Homebug.
1: I mean, that tracks. Yeah.
2: So, uh, what, what do we think of all this? Uh, what the fuck was this? Seriously, what the fuck? I am going to say a hot take here. I would rather watch the Star Wars Holiday Special over this. Yeah, that was stupid, but it had a plot and Carrie Fisher be very very high was probably the best thing ever. Like that's entertaining. This is just kids singing out of key and possible more war crimes for Zordon.
1: Yeah, this was weird, and not even in the fun Star Wars holiday special Carrie Fisher being absolutely zooted kind of way. There's no plot to speak of, just children singing and vaguely Power Ranger related things. This was a cash grab to get more of that sweet parents money, and it definitely feels like it. So, uh, thanks Cheryl Saban and Ninjor, please stop sending us this random bullshit.
2: And that's it for this very special episode. We would like to say... Now what... Just what are you doing in here? Mom!
6: What are you doing
2: here?
7: Hi, Lori. Trying to stop you from doing this podcast. How did you even know we were podcasting? I don't want to hear it. You know you're not allowed to watch Power Rangers, Missy.
2: Mom, I'm fucking 30. You cuss around your mom? I
7: fucking learned it from her. Damn straight. Now, why are you still involving yourself in this, Ashley? I told you no when you were five, and I expected to stay that way.
1: Because I wanted to do something with my best friend. And we kept it going consistently through two really hard years and didn't give up on it. And that makes me proud. And, well, I actually like Power Rangers now. Yeah, it's probably as dumb as you thought it was going to make me when I was a kid, and I got so many problems with it sometimes. But it's also really sweet and fun. And in a year where things have been massively shitty, it's nice to just have something that is ridiculous to watch with my best friend and then make jokes on the internet about it for other people to hear.
7: Well, when you put it that way, maybe it's not
1: so bad. Thank you.
2: Hey, while we got you here, uh, why don't we ask you a couple of questions? What do you think of Ashley's new hobby of being a podcaster? I think it's kind of
7: cool. You know, gets you out there, gives you something to do
2: while you're stuck at home all the time, right? Mm -hmm. Definitely. (laughs) Uh, What was Ashley's favorite holiday special or movie growing up? I know
7: what my favorite movie was watching with her, and that was Muppets Christmas Carol. Oh my gosh, we used to sing along to that one all the time.
2: Yes. Yes, it is a great one. Alright, so if Ashley was a Power Ranger, what would her Power Ranger power be? Jules, I'm right here. You could just ask me. Uh, well, your mom's right there, though.
7: Whatever. Well, I think it would be Music Savant, because frankly, she can pick out a, a, a line of music anywhere and has such an amazing vocabulary
2: with music that, that that's what it would be.
1: It's true. I can't spot a Butch Walker-produced track about from 15 yards. You can. It's
2: quite a talent. 2020 has been quite a year. Uh, So what is something that you are grateful for this year?
7: Well, I'm grateful for the health and the well-being of my family and loved ones. I'm grateful for the fact that I'm gainfully employed even though I never
1: leave my house.
7: And I'm grateful for learning how to bake bread.
1: Oh, very important skill to have.
7: Yeah. Very important skill. But I think most of all I'm grateful for Ashley.
1: Aw. <laughs> grateful for you too, Mom. Thank you. Even when you try to stop me from podcasting.
2: Hey. Okay. Well <laughs> Well, we have a lot Girl. of cats around here and stuff. That, so, that...
1: you know, you can go meet the cats.
2: <laughs> mm. Alright. Oh.
1: Alright, um, hey mom, before you go into the party, I got one last question to ask. Why didn't you let me watch Power Rangers as a kid? Like, the real reason.
7: Well, kiddo, I just thought it was an annoying show. And I really didn't want to get stuck watching it with you. I knew it!
1: Okay, I love you!
7: (laughs) I love you too, bye!
1: So have fun, mom, and stay away from Elgar!
0: Hey, Ashley's mom, what's up?
1: That goes for you, too,
2: buddy! Alright, so, yeah. Um, we have a lot of people to thank today. Uh, we'd like to thank Kate Nix for not only coming to this holiday special, but also for our, our theme song that we typically use for this. Uh, you can find her on Twitter at IamKateNix. Uh, uh, you can find her at katenix.com, where you can find her Bandcamp, March and Streaming. Uh, Lullaby Lounge is still going on at Tuesday evenings at 8 p.m., By the time of this broadcasting, you can check out their holiday special on the 22nd. Uh, Then we'd also like to thank Joe Hunter for the artwork. Uh, Again, you can find him uh, at his Threadless store at joehunter.threadless. His Instagram is joebloodyhunter. And his Twitter and Patreon is joe__hunter. The book he's currently doing with Lance Piss, Beast Heart Strikers, is um, currently on Comixology first two issues uh, are out you can check that out there we'd like to thank kurt yoder for editing in the podcast you can find him at great sg and also our etsy at great sg creations and we'd like to thank our other guest, bradley prescott the fourth you can find him on twitter at natty underscore light underscore hw we also like to thank uh, George Jr. from George's Ranger Reviews on YouTube. Just, click, just type in George's Ranger Reviews, and we'll also link uh, in the show notes his YouTube channel. You can find him on anywhere at, at Bar Pink Ranger. Again, of course, thank you to Kate Nix and Ophidian, who, uh, again, uh, you can find her at katenix.com and at IamKateNix on Instagram and Twitter. And uh, you can check them out on Lullaby Lounge on Twitch uh kip from the podcast common ride with me you can find uh on twitter at at common ride with me and common with and ashley's mom Lori for sh- coming on to our show no special thanks to Ninja who allowed elgar and a party we didn't plan for happen seriously we would have gotten something other than tab to drink our wrestlers of the podcast are well bradley prescott the fourth and Fiddy and the cobra because they showed up to the
1: house thanks y'all yeah, and uh, you can find Ophidian on Twitter at Ophidian Cobra. Yes, and uh, well, with one final thank you this year, we want to thank our listeners. Um, you know, it's been a tough year, as we've said multiple times in this, and actually for us, it's been a tough couple of years. Um, as you know, we took a six-month hiatus last year after we were dealing with um, moving and getting out of, you know, situations that we really did not want to be in anymore, and... I know I was worried that when we came back, no one was really going to care, but you guys did show that you cared, and we got, you know, new people that were, like, listening to us, and, you know, I'm grateful for them as much as I'm grateful for the people who stuck with us and were excited for us to come back after that hiatus, and, uh, you know, it makes me... I'm already proud of the fact that we've been able to keep producing this year throughout so much shit, you know? you know losing a, like I lost my job and I was unemployed for several months had to pivot to making masks just to you know make money to survive and but being able to do this podcast definitely gave me a little bit of purpose this year when I felt like I you know a lot of my creative pursuits just had to be put on pause and so for everyone who kept listening to us this year uh after we came back Or just found our podcast through whether one of us told you about it or just randomly on Spotify, Apple, wherever. You know, I'm grateful for you and I hope that 2021 is kinder to you than 2020 was to us.
2: Yeah, I want to kind of piggyback on Ashley for thanking our listeners. Um, We, you know, when we started this podcast, I didn't know how far it would go or anything, Uh, And then, you know, we had to take a six-month hiatus because of just things, a lot of things out of our control along with moving. And so coming back up, it was a little bit of a scary territory. And just kind of the fact that you guys were able to not only, like uh, some of you who stuck with us for the long haul were excited for us to come back. um, But also we gained a lot of new listeners this year uh and just kind of the community that's starting to kind of grow because of our is it's very nice uh and i i very much enjoy it i enjoy the fact that you know even though we're 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 still growing as a podcast that there's people that do like our opinions and do listen to us and do seek us for entertainment so i, I just want to thank you all for just sticking by us and everything and you know again the pandemic really hit us hard like when I was, I was working at a retail store for a long time before I basically quit because they weren't treating this seriously enough. And I got exposed to COVID basically once, almost twice. And it's been kind of very rough since then. We've been mostly like selling perlers or selling stuff we have. So it's just like trying to make it through. And yeah, I really do hope that 2021 is just kinder to all of us because it's like, this podcast really was, like, a way, like, I could keep in touch with Ashley, and also I could keep in touch with other people, so. So that being said, uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy Kwanzaa, Blessed Yule, Happy Life Day, and a Festivus for the rest of us. We hope you guys finish out the year strong and have a happy new year. Stay safe, be kind to your neighbors, remember that black lives matter, and may the power- It's time to
0: sing carols!
2: Fuck off, ninja Hark the hickory red angel singing herring
1: glory herring to herring. the newborn! Ah! Oh no, he's out of control! Ah! <laughs> What's going on? Oh no! Yeah. Ferbus
0: ah! got me to all the natty light!
4: Hey, you're pretty good at drinking.
0: beer! This knock-off, gremlin-ass, E.T. ass, alf-ass, put-in-a-blender-ass little thing needs to quit it. Party foul, Furbus. That's not how you bro
8: out.
6: No, the cat's attaching my head. It won't out, Oh no, Havoc is being wrecked. Chaos is ensuing. Why did we? This this is not what I expected when I came to this perfectly fine holiday party.
5: Should I use hypnosis?
6: Oh, this is
0: terrible, terrible! And I didn't even get a Christmas card from the Rangers. So,
2: Ashley, I don't think this party was a total trash heap.
1: Jules, what are you talking about? Happy, Happy holidays, holidays from Ranger's Ranger Plain and may the, the power protect you. Protect you.